I'm aware that I just counted in another language. That sounds like French. Un, deux, trois, quatre, cinq, That's French. Where'd you learn that? Neuf, I don't know, when I went to France. When you went to France? Yeah. When was that? When I was 17. Oh. You spent a year in the, on the, in the French countryside or something? <laughs> <laughs> what did you do, mate? I hope I know more than un, deux, trois, quatre, cinq, six, seven. Yeah. Um, uh, Italian is uh, uno, dos, dos tres, cuatro. No, cuatro, cinco, seis. No, that's bloody Spanish. That's Italian and Spanish are very similar. I thought it was um, that was that was Italian. Anyway, one of them is uno. French trip, mate. One of them is uno. One of them, one of them is un. Okay. So un well, do, I'll take your word for un it. Do tu, un do trois quarts. That's which one's that? That's not. That's French. Un, so that's French. Yeah. Uno. Oh my God! Our our foreign yeah. listeners are it's rolling their eyes at the moment. And this is the guy that worked at SBS for seven and a half years. <laughs> <laughs> so, so where, tell me where when you were in France yep. in seventeen. Yeah, went what, to what Le Mans. Oh, okay, this is when you mate. Yeah, we yeah, went right. around the world and we went to France. You went, went around to Le Mans. the world. So this was a motoring trip. We went to Detroit, then we went to Milwaukee, then we went to Some exotic places there. That's great. Um, then we went to Italy. He's Italian, and we stayed there for a couple of weeks. Yeah, France for Le Mans. And then uh, Silverstone for the Formula One. Oh, in, in, in England. Yeah. I don't know how I afforded that. I honestly don't. Mate, you were doing very well, even at a young age. Eh? Well, I, I, you know, I was thinking about that, like in terms of your kids and work and stuff. Um, I mean, there's you no way my up, mum saved for up it. for it. Did you save yeah, up for I, it? Yeah, obviously. obviously. Harvey World Travel, Banner Avenue, Griffith. I remember going in there and, you know, getting a little but folder must, full of you stuff. You must have been and, saving up there for the trip. But also, we stayed at youth hostels. So, ah, right. Like, okay. The, be- the best one, and I've mentioned this before. And how old were you? 17? I would have been 17, yeah. Wow, young. Yeah. Um, the best one was the Red Barn in Milwaukee. Really? Which was legit a barn with some okay. bunk beds in it. <laughs> it was literally, like, I think yeah. of all the places we get to stay now, and I go, like, the Red Barn <laughs> it's in no Milwaukee barn. Is, uh, <laughs> is rock solid, rock bottom. And so how long were you away for? Like a month or so? Like I feel like long? it might have been a month, yeah. Well, you said you spent a couple of weeks in Italy, so it's... Yeah. Wow. I don't know. With his family? Uh, yeah. So we stayed with, uh, yeah, like his, like kind of, what, you know, Rome, second cousins Venice, kind of thing. No, Florence, up at, uh, where were you? Up in, um, in the northern area. Pisa, where were you? Oh, man, I could look it up, but okay. there's really no need. But northern in the, Italy. In the northern, northern Italy, Italy, yeah. right. Further north than Florence. So closer to the border. And um, we stayed with Rellos that had that lived above a patisserie, like a bakery oh, kind of thing. Sounds all right. Um, and was this during the summer, their summer? was middle of the year. So it's their summer. There you go. Wow. Um, Peak season. As we drove down to Imola, yep. where Ed and died earlier that year. Oh, right. So he'd already died. So this place. was in 94? 94. There you go. Yep. So it was only two months after he died. Yeah, right. Yeah. Pretty wow. wild. Yeah. Um, and um, we met, we, I remember we met a bloke, met a kid who was, he must have been just known to the family. He wasn't relative. Enrico yep. Forte. Is his name, and he was he was racing go karts. So we went to watch him because we were big into karting, and Ian's a, yeah. Ian's, Ian still works in karting. He's a commentator yeah. over in Europe. Um, uh, and we'd go and watch some race. And his dad, this kid's dad, dead spit for Alan Jones, the Australian Formula One driver. I'm like, really? that's Alan Jones. What are we talking about here? It's just unbelievable. Wow. I remember just taking the Mickey all the time, going, "This is Alan Jones." Wasn't he? Didn't he win the World Championship in 1980? 80. Was 80? 1980. Yeah. I knew that. Yeah. Just made of four sports editors, you know. So. Of course, yeah, you've got to have this knowledge. But it's uh, it's a it's pretty decent trip to, you did as a young guy. Like uh, exactly, that, yeah. I mean, you look back on it, and you go, that's yeah. wild. I mean, the other trips I did at that age were like footy trips. 
end of season footy trips where you know this you, was go, just you go to the Gold Coast or you go to somewhere out, you know, go to Univos at uh, you know on the Hawkesbury and the, the big yeah. South Juniors resort up there. We landed in, um, or we arrived, I think by train, Ural or whatever they did back yeah, then. Yeah, Ural. Um, in I'm gonna say not Venice, maybe it was Venice. Anyway, somewhere in Italy, and I remember there was drama, some sort of drama with baggage or police or something. But yeah, right. I think Ian got taken away. So or this was ninety four. Ninety ninety four. Because ninety two, yeah. end of ninety two, Joe and I, our honeymoon, we did Europe and we did a Euro. We had first class cabin and travelling from city to city. It yeah, was right. awesome. Yeah. Oh, I don't you remember could set a your, lot of you it. You can set your watch by how or how on time the trains are. Right. Yeah. I remember I just remember organising it wasn't yeah. like it is today. Yeah, right. Like today, Stig will come here on a on a Friday and we'll yeah. sit and talk about how we're booking Berlin or what we're doing. We're yeah. just we're just you know, looking at flights and things yeah. now. But back then it was like you had to buy a book and you had to subscribe <laughs> to the YHA and yeah. you'd have to you'd have to ring them. You'd have to you'd wait oh, up at yeah. night and I ring remember, the Milwaukee yeah. Youth Hostel and I see if you could get a bed. Because we, we booked our on our honeymoon. We we hadn't had any accommodation booked apart from London and Paris. Right. And then the rest of it, we just winged it. Well, this was the trip, and I've mentioned this before, where we landed in Detroit, got in a cab or a car and told the driver where we were staying. And he said, I'm not taking you there. Oh, right. Because it was too, too dangerous. Area. Yeah, really? So he took us across the river to Canada, to Windsor, what? Canada, and, right? and found oh, us a hotel. how close to Detroit it is. That's it's just right. across the river, just under, a, under wow. a tunnel. And so we stayed in, in Canada and just caught a bus across every day to go to the Detroit Grand Prix. <laughs> Good local knowledge. Mate, what about that bloke? You couldn't just... Google that when you were back then, eh? Exactly. Unbelievable. You know, there's no Yelp or, or Google yeah, ratings. Yeah, jeez. You know? Well, I, I, I did then footy trips when I was younger, playing in the juniors were only in Australia, but then when we had a couple of US trips with the Souths were pretty mm. cool. Yeah. And you know, did, it's funny uh, how you rely on things that we have today. Like I'm just, I'm going to Queensland this week and I stayed in a hotel in Ipswich, big town. Um, <laughs> and it's like, it's not like there's a, you know, Marriott there. Yeah. Not that I would ever stay there with the kids anyway, but, um, and you just, that's all I do is look at the reviews. Yeah. And, you know, <clears throat> am I going to so stay here? in a no. hotel or an Airbnb? Yeah, just stay in a hotel, hotel. yeah. yeah I nice. mean, for when it's, um, especially when Amanda's not coming, yeah. it's much easier because let's pick, <laughs> let's picky about the room. What are you trying to say, mate? She's very picky. Very she's picky, a, really? She's a very five-star kind of gal. Is that well? Yeah. Why wouldn't she be, mate? Absolutely. That's why, why she married me. I'm a five-star kind of guy. Um, <laughs> Give yourself a wrap, don't you? <laughs> um, yeah. Um, yeah, just because in country hotels, yeah. Like when we get a young visit, my brother, there's a hotel that it's got. A, they've got great family rooms. Yeah, you can in a country in a small town or small city, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. When you go to a Best Western style hotel, if they've got a family room, you know it's going to be, you know, a family room. There's yeah. going to be a fit of family. A lot of beds. Whereas if you rooms. try and go to, I don't know, LA, yeah, Vegas, know, even, <laughs> even even the city of Sydney, and yeah. book a hotel, yeah, you, you, they don't have family rooms. Two people, yeah, they've right. got they've got rooms that are adjoining, but yeah. then you can't book online for those things. Yeah. You got to ring up and go. We want a family. We want two rooms together. And then yeah. it's it's two rooms. You're, yeah. you're booking two rooms. That was the issue I had when remember I, I took um, this was back in 2009. We Joe and I took the kids on a trip to America, mm-hmm. and we went through the travel agent, and they and they said, "Oh, you're gonna have to book two rooms everywhere." I said, "No, I'm not." I said, "Then I said I took over. I was looking online and booking the extra large family rooms online. I managed to find it, it was right. through Expedia or something." So. Right. It was what they'd do is they'd put like a fold-out bed. There'd be like two big beds, a fold-out bed, and yep. it'd fit all of us. So we were sweet. Yeah. yeah. Well, when we last went to America in 2018, we, we got away pretty well because yeah. it was – we really only needed two beds and then a fold-up because yeah. you had small kids. Yep. But now, like they're so big. Yeah. You can get away. We can still get away with like 
Um, Harry and Vivi are like 11 and 12. They'll, they'll yeah. share a bed. Even Jackson and Harry will share a bed yep. if it's a double, big big queen or double. Yep. But we're getting real close to the point where you, there's not, none of that going on. Well. So um, we probably should do that American trip again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> before before they becomes, get too old, mate. Before, before my it becomes kids were, I think Jacqueline was 14 when we did that trip and Aaron was 12 and Haley was eight, about to nine. Yeah, so well, see, was, Harry was yeah. uh, in 2018, October, he would have just turned seven. And I argued, looking back on it, that the, what we did in the because maybe we were going to go to New York, but we ended up not going to New York because Victoria broke around. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So we just did LA. What and year Lego was that? Twenty eighteen, October twenty eighteen. So how old was he in twenty eighteen? Seven. So how old is he now? Sixteen. Harry. Yeah. No. Sorry. No. I thought, I thought you meant Jackson. He's like Jackson. turning twelve this year. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I thought you were talking about Jackson. Yeah. No, 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 no. So young. Jacko would have been um, yeah. in twenty eighteen. He would have been. Much older than that. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was five years ago. Yeah. So 2006 through to 2018 is what? How old? 2006. He was born in 26, 2006. So that's 18. six. That's, that's 10 four, or 11. It's 17. What, mate? 17 years ago. No. He's going to be 17 No, I said December, 2006 through to 20, 2018. Oh, 18. oh sorry. It's uh, 12 years. So he was, he was yeah. turning 12. 12. Yeah. And, you know, that was a great age for Jackson to yeah. do this trip. So yeah. now. So they're about the same age as my two older kids. Yeah, right? exactly. So now. Is a great age for Harry to do the trip again because yeah. he's a little bit more accommodating to things that aren't enter- like aren't kids entertainment. You know, like yeah. here's, you know, walk the sky, walk the High Line at, in New York. You know, yeah, that's yeah, amazing. Yeah, it's nice. really cool. You can appreciate yeah, yeah. that. Whereas at seven, eight, you can't. That's yeah, just true, boring. True. So yeah. definitely, definitely so you're want to go, do it again. Going to take him again? Eh? It won't be this year. I think it'll be, be next year. We've got to go see the Dodgers play, mate. <laughs> yeah, so, we're, so did you go to LA last time? Did you go yeah. to LA last year? Yeah, we went to two games. Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, we went to we did San Fran. Vegas, LA, Hawaii on the way home. Yeah. That was an awesome trip. We did Dodgers, Disneyland, um, Lego, Lego Land, Lego yeah. World. And you go to Universal Studios? And Universal Studios. Yeah. And you know what wasn't open? Galaxy's Edge wasn't open when you went. So you're going to have to go this time. <sighs> oh, mate. Cars Land was <laughs> open. Galaxy's that's all Edge. That matters. Galaxy's Edge, mate. Cars Get Land or whatever it. it's called, that was open. That's all that matters. <laughs> anyway, this is all that matters. Welcome to Two Blokes Talking Tech. Not a bad price. With Trevor Long from EFTM.com. Really handy device. And Stephen Fennec from techguide.com.au. I've got to, hang on, I've got to say, you <laughs> jumped. You, Trevor literally jumped like, when what he hit the I pressed? sting. It's the wrong thing. He thought thing. he hit the wrong button, but they're the new stings it's, you put in last week because yeah. you, you deleted it. It was recorded all, at right? the exact same time as the last yeah. one that we used as yeah. an alternate. Yeah. But we never use it because we've only loaded one. Yeah, that you only loaded one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when you accidentally deleted everything, then I had to find the stings again. So there you go, mate. Dry your eyes, I like how I wish I had that on film. You had a little jump so, there. Episode 581 of Two Blokes Talking Tech. Thanks to the great people at Netgear and Arlo for your home security. We'll talk about Arlo shortly and for your networking. There's nothing better than Netgear on the market. So, Stephen, uh, we talked in recent weeks about Samsung's uh, 2023 TV range. LG have um, um, taken until now to bring the list of products they're bringing to Australia officially and the pricing and all that kind of stuff um, to Australia. So all that information now is available to us at techguide.com.au and eftm.com. Yep. Um, it is a pretty wide um, selection. Uh, it's yeah, well, a they've lot. Got what their, is it, 30 TVs, 32 TVs? There's a few, but you got 33 to, TVs. you got to remember too, this is their their the 10th year they've had OLED as well. So 10 years. That's the real highlight for them. Absolutely. Yeah. So 10 years of OLED, uh, 2013, I think was the first one. It was a 55 inch, uh, full HD. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't, wasn't 4k. Yeah. And, uh, I remember that when they announced that at CES and it was a bend, it was a curved TV. Yes, it it was flat. It was a curved TV. 
And uh, I think, was that your first CES we did no, that? No, 2012 20... was my first. Okay, so we'd, we'd done another one after that. Yeah. So you'd remember this as well then, the whole the whole. Yeah, thing. well, I mean, yeah. you'd say I remember it, but I have a crap memory, so <laughs> I don't specifically remember it, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I recall it. I recall seeing that. And, and it's funny because um, Samsung had put out an OLED TV as well at the time. And there was a fair bit of, you know, if, if there was Samsung, I think were already established as number one brand in the world. And it was, uh, it was all, already very competitive between the two brands. But yeah. it was uh, interesting to see now that LG have well and truly advanced through the 10 generations Well, there's something of OLED. like 14 models of OLED this year. Yeah, there's 15, actually, um, 15 well, that, models. The yeah. 15 includes the... The M3, the, the big the M, M series. Yeah. Well, it's still OLED. Is, that a price? Is there a price on that? Uh, the, the price... It's not It's not in the official line, well, is what I'm saying. It's not, but I was talking to Tony Brown, who's the head of marketing yep. for Home Entertainment at LG, and he was telling me and the people at this launched today that the price of the M, which is the wire first wire-free TV, yep. and for all the smart asses out there, it does have one cable for power. Yeah. That's all. And he was saying that it won't be; it'll be about fifteen hundred dollars more than the G three equivalent. So the G three, look at the top of the line. So G3. The G three is uh, eight eight thousand four hundred for the seventy seven. So well, so then well, ten thousand nine hundred for the eighty three. So. Yeah. But they've also got a ninety-seven inch. It was a 90, 97 inch, the, yeah, the biggest size. But that's not that's not coming to that's Australia. The, okay. Well, if it's a, they've got an eighty-three and a seventy-seven, so yeah. add another fifteen hundred to two thousand to the G three price, and that's that makes be the sense price. because it's not well, really it's 4K. technologically it's different. Only four K. Yeah. Uh, oh, and is the G three eight? No, the G three is four K as well, I think. But he said, look, he just basically said the G three. Is going to be the 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 M series the the wire free is only going to be fifteen hundred to two thousand dollars more than the other one, right? Because the other the M series has the the its own little box that sits at the back of the room. Yep. So all the guts of the TV, the whole electronics and all the circuitry and everything. Yeah. So the brains of the TV is in this box. So basically, what's at the front of the room or on the wall is just the display. Yeah. And so there's a special, uh, it's like a six gigabytes a second, the transmission they can do from yeah, the box to the TV. There's literally an antenna on top of the box which you yeah, point at the TV. Which you then can twist around to face the TV. But it is it just gives you the option then of putting Did that TV. Did they have TV. that at the launch? Yeah. Oh, they, it was in, so it people, was, it was yeah, in the corner. There would have been people who didn't it see it. It was the that, showpiece, Pete, right at the there end There would have been people thing. who didn't see it at CES. Of course, yeah. Right? We saw it at CES. <clears throat> we saw everything at CES. But seeing it there on, on, a, on its own stand, it comes with its own legs or you can wall mount it. So you're having the, that convenience of not having to worry about where all the sources are going to come into the back of the TV no, see, frees it up a bit. So it makes it easier to mount. There's two types of people. There's people that understand it and people that think it's stupid. Yeah. The people that think it's stupid haven't had the experience of going, well, actually, what if it, what would it look like if we didn't put an entertainment unit here? Yeah. Or if you want to wall mount it. Well, no, no. But even yeah. underneath, most people have a TV and wall mounted yeah. and an entertainment unit under it yeah. with all the stuff in it. Yeah. Well, why not put that to the side? It doesn't have to be at the back of the room. Yeah. <clears throat> it couldn't just be at the side. Well, you'd just be a little not, bit further over. You're only limited now. Before your TV, you were limited to where the antenna was. That's right. The plug for the antenna. Yeah. Now all your limit is is finding a power point. That's and right. And even then, you can have an extension cord. So it really opens up the options of of where you want to put this TV, and also wall mounting it. It's a lighter TV because there's no all the circuitry is in that box. It's a light TV, very easy to mount on the wall, and the only thing you need to drop down the wall is the power cable. Yeah. Whereas before, most you had to of the drop time down you don't everything. drop it down anything because you put a PowerPoint there. Yeah. If, look, on if the you're spending the fifteen grand on a TV, course, you've got a, you put a PowerPoint, put a right PowerPoint there. there, right? Of course. And so you means, can easily do that. That means yeah. it's all done. Because yeah. if you pull our entertainment unit out, 
wall-mounted TV. Yep. Pull out the entertainment unit. There's eight PowerPoints. Yeah. And a big thing that a little hole that comes, you know, connects up to the, all the HDMI yep. cords, right? Yep. Now, Samsung's answer to that, well, this is LG's answer to Samsung's One Connect cable, which yeah. is phenomenal. You can get long ones of that. Yep. So you could run the TV easily somewhere else. So that's it's kind of not newish, but it does open up a whole new world of options. And I think that's cool. Yep. But in reality, that's not the, <clears throat> the TV that's going to sell no. in big numbers. It's all about OLED. It's for, OLED, yeah. For LG's LG. all in on OLED and have been for 10 years. And, and you know, the, the range, <clears throat> the, the range... Goes, you know, C, what is, it? is it the B series? The B, B series is $3,100 for the 55. Now, these are their RRPs, right? Yeah. There's no way that's going to be 3100 in, in Harvey Norman. That'll and be 2999 We should mention that OLED are there. That, that's kind of the Neo QLED equivalent of Samsung. OLED is the is the top of the line products. They've also got the QNED, which yeah. are your quantum dot LED TVs. But OLED starts with the B series, which right. is how cheap? 3149 for 55. Yeah, yeah. Then they got the C three. This is the C series is their bread and butter. Yep, that's the what what's most popular. That starts at twenty five ninety nine for the forty two inch, all the way up to eight thousand eight triple nine for the eighty three inch. Right now the G three. Now the differences between these TVs is I think the processor, but also the brightness. So B B to compare to C C is thirty percent brighter than the B. Ah, okay. And G series is seventy percent brighter than the B. Okay. So it's about brightness. Bright. The G series has got so like the, a special the, brightness control. The higher control. the number in the alphabet, the better the, the brightness better the and brightness control you'll get Correct. from the TV. And the, the G series also has that really flush, thin design. You know, you can get the flush wall mount, so it mm. really mounts tight on the wall. There's hardly a gap. So they, there's their little subtle differences. Let me let me just say this. I mentioned to you, you know, is the whatever we're talking about, the G series, yeah. AK. I've just got the their press release, which is, is many, G, pages, AK or not? It's many not. pages long. So it's 12 pages of, of text. The letters 8 and K are not mentioned together in this press release anyway. Yeah, right. So they don't have an AK TV, is that I'm prepared to say they don't have an AK TV. Yeah, right. Which I think, again, isn't a bad thing. Sure? I know Samsung have got theirs, but yeah. you know who's shopping for an 8K? Yeah, well, not no one really, but it's it's good to have the in The G your pocket, Series has got to be 8K at that price. I'm sure. looking it up on LG's website. <clears throat> Um, riveting podcasting. No, it is. It's great. Good content, mate. Really well done. Um, <laughs> so, so thirty-one forty-nine. So let's call it two nine 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 for a fifty-five inch B series. C series fifty-five inch is, mate. Bugger all more. It's like thirty or forty dollars more. It's not that much. Should we um, should also talk strange. about too the like OLED has become a favored format for gamers. Yep. So the, that's why. Remember that's, they have, well. That's they've why got they've the got 42 a forty-two inch. inch. Yeah, and a forty-five hundred dollars. So a forty-eight inch too. Yep. They're the, the two C gaming series. models, yeah. yeah. So they're the ones that are offer, they've got game mode, little dashboard, little gaming dashboard, yep. and uh, like have a variable refresh rate, or all the all the HDMI 2.1, all those features for console games, PC games. And that's why I think when they, I think they announced 48-inch a couple of years ago, and everyone was asking LG, when are you going to bring them in? And when yeah. they brought them in, they sold like sold 500 in a, in a week. Yeah. They all sold out. Yeah. And look, it's an aggressive price, aggressively high $2,500 for a 42-inch TV. But I'll tell you right now, I reckon what's happening there is they're 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 making their money. They're making profit mm. at that level, which yeah. is smart. Well, I think because there's no competition. See, at the 65, 75-inch market, yeah. they've got strong competition with Samsung. Really strong, especially well, because let's in talk retail about they push it hard. But hang on, let me finish <laughs> that, that thought. So they've got strong competition in that 65. But in the 42, 48 market... It's gamers that want this TV yeah. and they don't want anything else. Well, the, so it, they, they can pretty yeah. much price that. You won't see big discounting. No. 
in in stores but the, on the that 40, 42. The 42 and the 48 yeah. are still, well, how much are they? They're 25 like, yeah, they're still expensive. Yeah. It shouldn't be that much is what I'm saying. That's the C grade though, the C class. Yeah. Yeah. Which is the that's the model you want. Yeah. Remember they used to have an A. The B's are your entry level OLED. Yeah. So if you want an OLED. But there's no there's no gamer level of that, you no. see. Well so, no gamers are willing to spend money, mate. They know. Well, you know did think, you also I see the OLED flex? That's flex? exactly my point. The, yeah. the point is the game they know <laughs> gamers, gamers are like will audio spend files. the money. That's gamers right. like audio files. They're willing to spend money. And there's no competition yeah. in the forty two forty eight size. Market True. unless for them. it's a monitor. That's right. Which yeah. is the the flex, which they've yeah. um, which they're priced which is at four thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars for a forty two inch. But this is a it monitor flexes, that it curves, goes on curves demand and it goes flat. I'll tell you right now, yeah. I'm not paying an extra two thousand four hundred dollars <laughs> yeah. just to make a TV go go curvy by like ten party degrees. Trick, though. Good party trick. Great party. You know what that is? That is a solid. I've got money flex. Yeah, that's what that's, that's what the flex means flex. in there. I'm going to use that. That's awesome. <laughs> well, um, I think to now. So your we, point about OLED is, is OLED the, the market. LG is they've got ten years under their belt, and when you they, think OLED, you think LG. Absolutely. But this year and last year, actually, Samsung introduced their OLED models. Oh, they're back in OLED now. And remember, Sony and has been there with LG panels for some for five or six years. Yeah, a few years now. So, but now Samsung, who were all in on QLED, Neo QLED, are now positioning. OLED as another premium alternative, yeah. but it just does. It makes you laugh how, like, over time, when Samsung weren't in the OLED yeah. game, they <laughs> were there were some interesting things they'd say about the format. Oh, there's problems with burning and brightness. And do you remember were, being in a, were... in, a, in a room uh, with <laughs> Samsung where they were showing some of their stuff and they had a demonstration of, of the OLED. of the OLED burning? And yes. it's like, yeah, mate, you've got a TV yeah. that's got the same graphic on it, twenty four seven, three sixty five. It's gonna burn in. But now, apparently, according to – and don't forget, LG have got 10, 10 years of experience. That's not an issue with OLED anymore because they've got all this technology screen refreshes and all this sort of thing yeah. going on where that's not an issue. And now that Samsung's in the game, they suddenly love OLED again and yeah. they're not mentioning these things. And I asked Tony, I said, look, how do you feel about Samsung being in on, on the OLED again? He goes, well I, – I asked him, I said, mate, is it a case of – People knowing more about OLED, sort of the sort of the rising tide lifting all yeah. boats scenario. They're not really goes, probably not in that case. They're only one generation in. We're ten generations in. So yeah. do your best. They're still well, playing. They've catch probably up. picked up somewhere in the middle. Tony, I, let's be real. I bet they have. But <laughs> LG still has that legacy of being the the leading brand if of OLED. The bottom line is, if you were standing in a retail store and there was a sixty-five inch Samsung and LG OLED TV side by side at the same price, yeah, I I struggle to see you buying a Samsung. But yeah, but the other thing too, what makes what what was strange with Samsung is that don't forget their hero products are the Neo QLEDs. Right? Yeah. Samsung have positioned their OLEDs for customers who who have darker rooms and can control the light of a room. So they're implying they're basically that implying that OLEDs, OLEDs are not no bright good. enough. Yeah, yeah. It's not bright enough. Well, they're also they also talk about reflections and things yeah. on from windows. And I, I put that on Tony as well for LG today. Yes, I guess with the brightness of the G three, you look I looked at them thinking, holy hell, that's as bright as a Neo QLED TV. Yes, the brightness on the, the OLEDs have never been an issue. And even I had, we've had, you know, where I, my, our big back yeah. viewing area, the big open yeah. plan, bright room, <coughs> OLED has, my wife has never once said, Steve, that TV's not yeah, yeah. Well, not I think once. that's the problem with, um, and there's some reviewers that do yeah. this, they, they have measuring tools out that, 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 okay, so it's a hundred nits less. Yeah. Mate, I don't want to break it But it's no not going to be like you, you're trying to make out the picture. It's It's fine. not going to be like that time we were in Bondi <laughs> looking at someone's projected TV and going, we can't actually see it. Yeah, that's exactly it. Do you no, know what I mean? So that's not the case, but. 
I've found even the you know, six-year-old OLEDs have been bright enough for our open living area. So When was the last time we had a six-year-old TV in the open living area? Never. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I'm talking six years ago. Six oh, years right. Ago. Okay. Sorry. I said six years ago. Yeah. <laughs> mate, we don't like you, mate. We don't have a TV older than 12 months in our lounge room there. But it's, uh, it's never been an issue. And it's funny how our Samsung have kind of positioned OLED and and I and I sat down with the OLED this week. Actually, I spent a few hours what, what reviewing it, had uh, doing a hands-on look at it uh, on Monday. The Samsung seventy-seven inch OLED, and I remember the in the reviewers guy they left me and I got a call saying, "Oh look, if you if you want to, you should shut the curtains and make it better." I'm thinking, I don't need to. It's bright enough. Like your OLED's bright enough. LG's yeah. OLED's brighter even than yours. So why it's not a problem? So I think they're they're sort of half. Wanting to showcase OLED in a better environment, and B, they're tr- also trying to protect the premium. They want it also to be a point of, of difference, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, but it's it's not like LG never once today said, "Oh, our QNED TVs are much brighter than our OLEDs." Mm. It was it was very much all about OLED and bright and how bright they've become now. The Evo OLED Evo, the G series, is you know seventy percent brighter than the B series today. So it's not even the B series is bright enough. It's all good. So. And, and all these issues with burn-in and everything. I noticed, too, on the Samsung OLED, if you pause, like I got a call and I paused. I was watching Succession or something on it. I paused it and I took the call and within 20 seconds, the screensaver came on, on the Samsung. Yeah. Whereas LG, you can, be, you can be waiting five minutes before the screensaver yeah. comes on. So And that'll be the big yeah. thing. In a couple of years, it'll be how, how have Samsung held up in the areas that LG struggle with, Absolutely as Tony right. said, in the Generation 1. Absolutely right. So... It, it's an interesting battle, I think. But like like you said earlier, if you you've you think OLED, you think LG, yeah. and side by side, I got to say, I'll, I'm not going to give away my entire review for the Samsung OLED now. But bottom line, it's not as good as the LG OLED. It's yeah. not great. Looks good. Still, the picture quality is still a little bit grainy and did, didn't quite produce what I expected. So, I think if you depending on what sort of size. Um, OLED you want to buy, I think the Samsung tops out at 77 inch and I think they've got a 65 and a 55 or so, the smaller, so 77 is their mm. top size. Um, so yeah, it's it's brilliant picture but I, I still think that uh, LG's got the wood on them in terms yeah. of the yeah, black levels and colour and all that. So Samsung have their uh, lifestyle TVs, the Sarah from the frame and all that stuff. Yeah. LG have the easel and the yeah, I saw them. Yeah, the, we saw them. We the, saw the, them again. We've seen we seen and we saw. So with the easel the, is the one with the where the the sort of the fabric comes up and covers the, most which, of the screen. Which we saw last yeah, year. Yeah, it leans against the wall at a five yep. degree angle. Is where, that the, that's yep. the easel? Which is the pose? I the pose is the one with the legs, and at the back of the TV you can put stuff like books and stuff, uh, and so it looks yeah, good right. from behind. Right. If you're using it as like a room divider. Yep. And there they also had the stand by me, not stand by me, stand the one, the one that. By me, you can stand. bring elsewhere. Yeah, so it's a it's a battery op- battery powered uh, rechargeable battery powered yeah. screen on on on. No wheels. announcement of that actually being available. That he reckons late July <coughs> after July. Okay, but the base is weighted so that you can't easily tip it over. That's where the battery. That's is where too, the battery yeah. is as well. But it's it is not an OLED screen and it is only full HD. It's not 4K. It's a small screen. It's Two thousand dollars though. It's two grand to have basically a twenty seven inch monitor. Because it's not a TV, it's a yeah. smart TV. It's got all the streaming services. But you know what it's like? It's yeah. like Samsung's M8 monitor. 
Yeah, it's, but it's, on, it's, on it's, wheels. It's, it's an internet connect. It's got the operating yeah. system of an LG TV, yeah. but it doesn't have the antenna. But the M8's 4K, though, <coughs> and it's bigger. Okay, and I'm talking it's about bigger. how you use it. Yeah, yeah, of You don't put an antenna into that. Well, no, I think the standby yeah. me is designed to be where you wheel it around. Say you're a young kid, you want to wheel it into your bedroom, and you can tilt it to what portrait mode. What do you need that in your bedroom for? Well, you might want to watch your TikToks on a bigger screen. You know how you can wheel it around. I don't know what you're talking about. You know how you can uh, you can twist it from being yeah. in landscape mode to, like the Cero, you know, the Samsung yeah. that twists yeah. around to portrait. Yeah. So you can cast from your phone. So imagine a young kid wants to watch their TikToks You know what's good? On you a big know what's weird about that? And But I can see myself But yeah, in the bedroom, it. yeah, there'd be plenty of is, access to is the internet. You have it sitting there with, with TikTok there, but you have your, phone, your finger on your phone and you can swipe because yeah. you're casting. And yeah, you, it's good for you your neck. You could do that. You could do that. It's good for your neck. Yeah. yeah so it comes on. Like, you can be sort of laying in bed and well, have it positioned. Might see if I can play ultimate golf on that. Just yeah. yeah. Maybe you watch a bit of chicken and corn. You reckon? No, I don't, don't need that, mate. Is that why they'd be wheeling into the bedroom? Maybe. Or? Maybe because they're playing computer games. Or yeah, something, playing right? computer games, doing yeah. their homework. Yeah. yeah. Oh, of totally. Course, yeah, doing their homework in all, their bedroom. Yeah, for sure. That's all I did on the internet. Um, uh, <laughs> they do have some non-OLED uh, TVs, as yeah, we mentioned, the QNED, the QNED yep, and, and yep. some uh, uh, some others below that. Again, the U-series, the UR series. Yeah. Um, so yeah. it's basically they've got their own version of Neo QLED, which is the QNED, QNED yep. and they've got the, just the basic UHD TVs, which is the, the generic QLED yep. TVs as well. So a, a TV there for all budgets. And, you know, I think if you want the premium, obviously with LG, the go is to go OLED. OLED is the, still very much the hero product. Yeah, I think L, yeah. LG's uh, sales would be uh, in the absolute majority would be their OLEDs because when you're talking about a 55-inch you know, standard LED TV for $1,100, you're probably going to find some strong competition from Hisense and TCL and the house brands yeah. and that kind of stuff there where you're going to pay well under the, the $1,000 mark for a 55-inch TV. So... Uh, I think they they they're very much playing into the um uh into the the OLED space, which is rightful. They they've deserved that. They've, they've built that. They've earned that. Well, it's over ten years, ten, mate. Years. ten year legacy they've got, and they're just getting better. So the innovation and improvement over those those years has been remarkable. And I love the fact that they've had many form factors too. Like, do you remember? When they had the first had the wallpaper TV, remember that? Yeah, mate. The wallpaper, which still, was like I'd still love one. That of is those. an incredible TV, and again, it had all the circuitry of the TV down at the bottom in a sound bar, and then the actual screen was just magnetically attached yeah. to your wall. Yeah, that was pretty cool. But then they brought out the rollable TV. Remember that a few years ago? Oh yeah, which is like I think you can buy it on order. You can order it They've for one hundred fifty grand. Yeah, have they? <laughs> That's kind of, yeah, that's a, don't I've got you, too don't, much money. Don't you remember that? That's what I've got too much money. That was exposed at dinner at CES. Really? They only asked sold Tony three. Said we sold three. Wow. And they're 150K a pop, so that's yeah. not bad. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so you imagine selling one of them would be like selling, what, 10 of the others? <laughs> yeah. The, uh, yeah, I mean, margin-wise, yeah. it's probably pretty good, but still, wow. it's more. Wow. Selling 20 of them. Wow. Yeah. So that's uh, that's not bad. But it is, a, it is a, it just really demonstrates the versatility of the OLED format. You know, you've got a flex TV, they've got a roll-up TV, yeah. wallpaper TV, and the, now they've just the quality and the brightness has really improved uh, pretty significantly over 10 did years. Did they have so. any software announcements in terms of the TV operating system? Yes, they did, yeah. WebOS is really uh, a lot cleaner now. Like uh, the WebOS currently, if you've got a 2022 TV, there's all these different layers. You go from here and then there, and you can scroll down forever. Now they've limited it to just two layers. There's like some some bookmarks or folders, and then there's the live stuff. So it's much more simplified. What they've done too, they did you. They also demonstrated the soundbar. The soundbar has now this new feature called Wow, the Wow technology, wow. 
And and what it is, it's basically Samsung's Q Symphony. So you know, on this Q Symphony where you can combine the oh, soundbar and all the speakers uh, of the TV. Yes. That's their wow factor, the wow technology where soundbar and all the TV speakers work together. Work together. And guess what? If you've got a 2022 LG TV and a 2022 soundbar, firmware Features upgrade coming. gets you wow, which is what I've got at the moment. I've got the 2022 and the 22 soundbar. Firmware upgrade, baby, and I've got the Wow, the Wow uh, feature. What is it called? Wow, what's it called? Wow, something. I don't know, are you telling me for the first time? <laughs> it's Wow, <laughs> but I hope I hope you clarify what it is, though. No, it's it's the it's the where you combine the. Sound. No, I know what it is, yeah. but I want the name. Yeah, yeah. Well, I better look it up. Just eh? Wow. Yeah, it's just Wow. <clears throat> it's uh, it's wonderful that they've put a lot of thought into the name of that. <laughs> it's well, it's just... it's capitalized too, by the way. Oh, really? W-O-W? Just want to ask you, do you capitalise when they capitalise? Sometimes. Yeah, like some companies have I'm their a, names in I'm caps. I'm a narc. I don't really give a rat's. Like I did a review of the Azus laptop. I spoke yeah. about it on my Tech Guide podcast. And Azus, yeah. I kept in capitals. But yet like a company like, uh, I think Ecovacs tries to have their name in caps. Yeah, no, I just, never do that. It's too long. Wow Orchestra. There it is. Yeah, that's it. The Wow Orchestra. Wow. Yep. And, uh, so and again, at no that, point, that's at no point do they tell you what the wow stands for. No. It's literally just wow. That's the word wow. Yeah. And the wow wild, interface. Wild and the wow orchestral orchestra. something. You reckon? <laughs> wild orchestral works. No, there's no place where they tell you what it means. It's yeah. just wow. Unbelievable. What does the Q mean in Q symphony? Does that, do we know what that means? The All right, Q? smart ass. Q is a quantum dot. It's a quantum. Fair it's enough. It's the quantum dot. Quantum oh, is it? Q. I think it's Q. That's why it's called QLED. Yeah, but it's a soundbar. Well, it's Q is sort of gene- the, the link to the TV. It's the Q Symphony. Sim- combined Imagine inviting TV. us into your marketing meetings. <laughs> what does that stand for? We'll get to the bottom of that. <laughs> Someone tell me. <laughs> uh, it was inspi- inspired by nature, they'll probably say, or inspired by something. <laughs> All the details and prices of LG's TVs and soundbars are at techguide.com.au and EFTM.com. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Well, Trev, I, like you, have probably spoken on many, many occasions about scams yeah. and just how bad just they've become. Just a couple of times, yeah. Just a couple now, times. I know you are on radio recently and you were all across this ad, this no, article uh, from the City Morning Herald. Well, thanks to Tasmania Written, written by my, uh, my former Telegraph colleague, Anna Patty, actually, uh, talking about how just how much money Australians have lost in the past 12 months. Would you believe well, I know what I've lost. Point, oh, you mean in scams, right? $3.1 billion lost to scams. That's 80% increase compared to 2021. Wow. And guess what? It's more than that because a lot of people don't admit it. They're embarrassed well, no, that's, by And I say this often, right? The point I is... I reckon that's 40%. It'd be 40% more than that. Yeah, and I've, I've said 50 in, in many, many cases because if you get scammed out of 100 bucks, you probably haven't told your wife. Let alone scam watch. Have you told your missus? Right? Have you ever done that? No, nah, I've never been scammed that I know of. Um, the if you that you know of. <laughs> if you're scammed out of ten grand, you're oh, embarrassed. Yeah. You're ashamed. You but by the think token, about whether or not you back. can ever get that money back, and you read the stories, and it, no, it doesn't happen. You don't get the money back, right? Um, so why bother reporting it? What are they going to do? So that's the mentality. So, mate, I, there's no way that you'd have a chat to your bank, though, wouldn't you? Isn't way higher. Well, obviously, you'd, you'd make but that, some but that, That's what this article, this this story by Anna Patty in the Herald. This this was out on uh, Monday. She was, and she makes the point in the in the story is that banks need to 
get their act together. Yeah, banks need to take some responsibility. Yeah. Banks need to, because so you think about it, what, to facilitate a scam, you need a victim and you need a financial transaction. Yeah. So the financial transaction takes place. It's not like they're ripping it off cash out of your pocket. It's through a bank. And, okay, so let's say that there's, you certainly can't detect them all. But here's a little filter you put in place. If the customer, it's, it's if this, then that programming, right? It's, it's literally code. Yep. If the customer is 55 plus, no disrespect of making that an age barrier, but let's just say 55 plus. I'm 55, mate. What are you trying to say? Well, mate, you should have seen this card. Um, if the customer, when do I qualify for that, by the way? I think you qualify. You're joking. I do look not. At, at 55, I'm going to look that up right now. So so you, you say as a bank, if a customer is this age... So let's call it 60, whatever you want. Yeah, but what, and why, hang on, just why listen, are you listen, listen, listen. Because I'm telling you, demographically, uh, elderly people are absolutely victims. And here's what yeah, you do. They you are. say if, if, if the age meets this and they make any transaction that relates to cryptocurrency, let's talk about it. If they make any transaction which clears out more than 10% of their bank account, Let's ring them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, pick up the phone, you bastards. Well, you know what? Like, if you, and I'm sure you've had. When have I, you ever taken more than 10% of your bank account out? When you bought a car or you've done some big yeah, transaction? Maybe some big. I'd yeah. want the bank to call me and go, mate, is something doing? You go, yeah. mate, I just bought a new lounge set. Oh, okay, yeah. cool, cool, cool. Yeah, Good exactly luck. right. right? No, I, I, well, mate, I, you get it today. If, if I'm making a payment to a first time, yeah. for personal first time. Yeah. I get a net. I get. I'm with Commonwealth Bank, so I get a net code, and it says we're going to hold the the sum for 24 hours. Yeah. Before they get it. But the problem is those notifications are not enough, because mm. everyone knows about those notifications. Even a 67 year old person who's just made their first transaction of bit into bit into a currency cryptocurrency, like they've. And when I say that, I mean it's not because they bought it through the bank, but they've transferred to Coinspot or Bits Bitmarket or whoever the hell they are, yep. right? I don't want that to be put on hold for 25 minutes. I don't want them to get a text message. Yeah. I want them to get a phone call saying, are you okay? Is there a, like, I'm here are to you, help. Yeah, have you been ripped off? I just yeah. want you to know that, you know, a large number of uh, first-time crypto purchases end up being scams. Do you know yes. where that money's going? And just, like, seriously, you're yeah, making billions well, of dollars. Don't you reckon? You put on a, a hundred people with base knowledge yep. of scams and help. Well, this story in the Herald... This is my uh, new crusade. I've decided. It, That's it, it. This Herald, the Herald story <clears throat> and points out and a, there's an investor who's younger than 55, right? Mm. Would be younger than 55, was scammed out of 700,000 in a scheme, a bogus scheme, and the, they, were, they were imitating Deutsche Bank bonds. So yeah, you don't reckon that... You know how... Like I had some work done to my car, cost me like 950 bucks. And the bloke came into my house and fixed the, this and that. And I said, mate, I'll, I'll transfer the money. You know, good as gold. Just for less than a thousand bucks, that guy had to wait 24 hours to 36 hours for his money. Yeah. You don't reckon for 700,000, they'll say, well, you've got to wait a week. Yeah. You've got to wait and, four days. And you need to speak to your banker. Yeah. So back in, like, back in the old days, like your dad would certainly probably talk about having a bank manager. Yep. When he had his business and yep. stuff, he would have had a bank manager that he would go to and talk to. Do you have a bank manager, Stephen? Do I have? Yeah. I do, and I know the manager of my bank, only because I've had to get, I've complained about a couple of things, had to get yeah. fixed up. But I think I, the that's the only reason I know. No, they wouldn't have a clue. So I yeah. think the bank manager 
But I'm, yeah. I'm not saying your yeah, local but, one. But I'm just saying yeah. assign a case manager to everyone yeah. and make sure that when, when weird transactions well, happen, but phone calls are made. Banks, bank, they banks. make billions of dollars. It should yeah, be their do, responsibility to do that. Banks are now not even, like, did you read recently where some branches are not going to even have any cash and they're, they're not going to, they don't want you to pull Hon- cash out? Honestly, they're clo- they're, there's I'm no okay tellers, with that. I'm no okay t- with that. If they, if they put this kind of stuff in place, well, I'm good with I it. I reckon, here's what I reckon. You don't need, okay, bank tellers are nice to have, mm. but that person can be employed in protecting the customer. That's, that's what them, I'm saying. Yeah, put them somewhere else. They should be Do employing that. more people. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, banks, branches need to close. It's a tough gig, whatever. I think you'll end up with a, a, a some sort of culmination thing where or there's one branch for all the banks or some sort. Yeah. That'd be smart, right? Yeah. <clears throat> but the, what I'm saying is they make enough money to employ enough Absolutely. people to have heart. But you know, an- another calls. issue, and I've spoken <clears> to <throat> a couple of readers who've been dudded by transactions. They've made transaction a transfer to accounts. They know the account number and everything. Yeah, yeah. Banks say we can't do nothing. Privacy issue. Yeah. Like this. Well, you know this person no, is ripped if, off. If it's if if you privacy issue. If it's fraud, you go to the police. If it's a BSB and account number, you can't do anything either. Police can't force a bank to tell them about the to break the privacy of, of their customer. If it's if it's a proven case yeah. of fraud. So, for example, the Optus SMS scam after yeah. the hack. Yeah. Well, they tracked that guy down okay. real quick. Well, so pro- normally, the issue normally when that happens, yeah. it's actually nothing to do with fraud. It's someone made a mistake yeah. making a transfer and they're trying to get the money back or something yeah. like that. It's not actually scams. Mm. It's just that they feel dudded by a decision they made or something like that, unfortunately. Yeah. The police have strong powers to do the things they well, need to do to catch criminals. Yeah. There's no issue there. I think the banks can do more. The I, banks are raking I don't even, it in. I don't even think it's about the banks doing more after the fact. I think yeah. the banks, as we've just discussed, can use a bit of that cash they're making to prevent these things yeah. from happening. And and they'll, you know, they'll say, I heard an ad on the, on the radio the other day for ComBank. They go, oh, um, a warning to all customers, you know. If someone rings you and says, you know, your account's been compromised and you should transfer all your money to a different account, that's, that's a scam. We would never ask you to do that. So that's a, they're making a radio out about That's clearly one of the types of scams out there. Yeah. Do you know what, folks? Instead of spending half a million dollars on radio ads, why don't you spend half a million dollars on employing some people who can ring yeah. and just but say, also see hey, the hey Doris, yeah. why did you just clean out your bank account? Yeah. And she'll go, oh, well, a little man told me that I could do X, Y, Z. Doris. I'm gonna I'm gonna connect you name. to our fraud. Oh well, I'm it's sorry. My, your mum's your mum is <laughs> as likely a victim of a scam as anyone else. Absolutely, no, and, but they know. And if she up, got a phone call, yeah, from her bank, yeah, saying why did you transfer all your money? She'd say because oh, you told me to. Yeah, because yeah. you told me to, or yeah. whatever it was. Yeah. And those people could be the ones that are helping prevent this. But can't you do like something <clears throat> really simple? Like do a simple thing where. Um, you need to say, say for example, <coughs> use that seven hundred grand case, right? Where you've, yeah, it's a lot of money to transfer. Even, even mate, let's ten thousand dollars. Let's talk, let's right? talk no, five no, to ten. Let me just say this: five to ten grand. Say, say that can't they have some sort of mechanism where, like what you're saying, someone rings you up and say, "Look, we want to know you're transferring ten thousand dollars. We want to know your code to enable this transaction or something." Uh, that's where, not enough. No, because they're just yeah. going to go. My code is seven three two one. Yeah, and they go, "Okay, fine," yeah. because they 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 made the transaction. So, so the problem here is Doris is making a transaction, choosing yeah. to send the 10000 yes. somewhere, right? Yep. She, she thinks she's doing the right thing. Yeah. So by simply sending her a two-factor code or ringing her for a two-factor code is simply... She still thinks it's, it's the right validating thing. Validating it. So what's she gonna, needs so someone who's saying... So they need to go saying, the other way. She needs someone who rings up and says, 
Doris, you just made a $10,000 transfer and that's completely yeah. within your m yeah. means to do that. We just want to make you aware and we, we want to check with you before we process it that one of the most common scams in the market today is this, 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 yeah. and don't explain it. Yeah. Is, is, have you heard from this person before? Do you know them? Da, 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 da. Yeah, but and it, Doris might go, well, no, actually, that's exactly what happened to me. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, true. Now, only if, if you stop well, one in 10, that's I'll a win. I'll tell you something. This is like the banks are so big now that that's, that's too hard. That, they don't care. This happens a lot. So it's like Facebook saying to you, oh, they said this to me. You know when they offered the you you can pay to get your um, your blue tick and you get yeah. you get a special then <clears throat> customer service yeah. person if you have drama someone imitating your account. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Facebook's answer is we've got more than a billion users we can't possibly manage everyone. Yeah, well that's, that's their answer. That's so unacceptable. That's, this I know it is, and I and I, I in my you hear my podcast and my stories about it. I'm thinking that, that's that's terrific. So unless you pay, you get no service, right? Yeah. The banks, I think, are in the same boat. The banks have got so many customers, they can't possibly keep track of every single $10,000, $15,000 yeah, they transaction. They've got computers that trigger. Yeah. That when you, you look at the fraud work that they do do, when we're overseas, yeah, when you're yeah. overseas, you get a text message going, do you really, is yeah, this you? Yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah, but that's easy. That's location-based, right? No, no, but the, it's it's yeah. it's also um, habit-based. If, yeah. if you suddenly just start buying things online, you've never done that before, yeah. they will message you. So they've got these triggers. Yep. But what it what it isn't surely there's it, an algorithm or an AI they're going to what do it. it can't be is computerized. That's why they'll yeah. never do it. They they don't have too many customers. They have little regard for the average customer because they're well, not their high income no, customers. I reckon it's a combination of having too many customers. You can just imagine how many like what, too what many would, customers who don't make the money. Okay, but what would ComBank have? Let's say would they have five million customers? Let's say? let's say it's five million. Yeah. Okay. So if five million customers on average make three or four transactions a week. So that that's millions of transactions a day. Yeah. Then how are they going to keep? How are they going to be? Oh, Doris, you've made a transfer. If yeah, they bring see, every see, person I, like that, like if you look at my bank account, you can see the type of transfers yeah. are common. So it's an easy red flag that this is a yeah, new okay. and different trend. Plus, yeah. what I'm saying is not every five. I'm saying they know when it's going to. Like, what's my um, my Bitcoin exchange is called Coinspot or whatever it is, yeah. right? It's going to Coinspot for the first time ever. Um, should we let's just check with them? Yeah. Did they really open a Bitcoin account for investment but, purposes or to pay someone? Because if you opened a Bitcoin account to pay someone, it's a scam. Yeah. I'm no, sorry. That's well, a fact. Don't you reckon like like companies like Norton, Trend Micro, they've got intel on all this stuff, right? Yeah. Why do why don't say the Combank or you know Westpac or NBA NAB or whoever you're with? Yeah. Why don't they make a partnership with these companies and say let's work together? I'll Let's protect our customers. And I'll answer the, all these questions in one go. Yeah. It makes no difference to the bank's bottom line whether yeah. you get scammed or not. Because, it, it, sure, it's an, it's an effort and a resource if you do lodge a complaint, yeah. if you do try and get your money back. But then, That's because, sad. So Exactly. So here's the point. If, yeah. you, if, you, if you lose your credit card, they're willing to cop the risk of a you know, certain amount of money and then they'll cancel the card. They're willing to accept mm. that risk. They're basically going, you know what? If Doris gets scammed out of 10 grand, it's her problem, not ours. That's but, sad. But then why is it different? I suppose credit card has insurance behind it or what? Well, what's the difference with a credit card? Say but someone say scams they you. Can, so here's the problem. The, yeah. bank can, the bank can reverse it so that it's the merchant. It's, not, yeah, right. it's the merchant, the person that sold. So let's say someone steals your credit card and buys a, a, a laptop at a yeah. shop. Yep. So what the bank can do when you say it's broken, it's stolen, is they can just go, oh, we're not going to give the shop the, the $1,000. Yeah. It's the shop's problem now. Right. So the shop's the one that's out of pocket in that scenario. You get your money back. 
Really? But in the in the Doris scenario, yeah. the money's gone. The bank doesn't care. Yeah. It, they don't warrant that. Also, the fact, too, that a lot of it happens, it's like international. It's like, like not you're not transferring to someone in Australia. You're sometimes transferring to someone overseas. Here's an idea. A scam protection subscription. That's what banks want to do is make more money. Yeah. If you said to me, like if, if, if banks started offering it, my mum's with one of, one of the big banks. Yep. If I found out that her bank was offering $20 a month anti-scam scam protection, protection, I'd ring them and say, we're, we're doing it. Scam protection slash insurance. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Take my money now. Take it. Take my mum. Take everyone's money. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? What annual? Thing and so then, what yeah. they what we're what we're what we're doing for them is we're creating an idea which is the you know someone to ring Doris, but we're finding a way to fund it, which is yeah. scam protection insurance. Yeah. Boom, we've right. just solved the problem, mate. Well, it's not the first time we've solved we've problems solved for big businesses. <laughs> I hope they're listening. Who do we get on the line? Do we get on? Do we get a? Do we get a spotter's fee? I used someone? to know. So, oh, no, I do know someone. You do know like, someone at Combank. Uh, I know. Well, I used to know someone at ANZ very very well. Um, because we st- we got into really close, um, you know, text and whatever relationship okay. when I did all the Apple Pay stuff because uh, I was so big on that back then. And mail, I switched. Mail, remember, I switched banks. I know, mail, mail you idiot. Okay, just um, but I definitely know someone at the ComBank. Um, I'll send them this podcast. I just mate, uh, you know what? Here's here's what our proposal to the ComBank is: invite us to talk to your. Uh, te- scam your scam watcher, team, your or, scam team. Yeah. I'm not asking to talk to the CEO and the executive. I'm talking yeah. about you know. This is consumer, the consumer business. Absolutely. It's not man. the mortgage business. Absolutely. It's just the average everyday banker business. Like you'd, you'd think that we live in an age where, you know, technology is everywhere and there's, you know, the, there's security and protection and yet they're still getting through. And look, I it's, hate the still, fact. Yeah, I know I it's hate, getting more sophisticated and all that, but. hate that I'm proposing a subscription because it bugs me that everything's becoming subscription. Yeah. Even cars are going to become subscription, the things you get in your cars. But the fact is, that's the way the world's going. So why not? Yeah. Ha- if there's three billion a year in it, boom. And you know what? How much of that do we get? If you're the government, yeah, make it tax deductible. Boom. Well, you're protecting yourself, hey. You why wouldn't you? I don't know. How, I don't. If it's know. like a business protecting a <laughs> business account. Is, I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm Kramer yeah, and Jerry in, here. Inflation's it's, it's just, just written off. off. You write it off. <laughs> Everything's right. I don't off. know how it's written off, but it's written <laughs> off. Someone's got to pay for it. But you know, I want the bank to get the money to fund the people who are going to help Doris, um, and I want the people to not have to potentially pay so much. My for mother it. would be very appreciative, mate. You that's know what? It would name. be. You know what it'd be? It'd be because in the in that write-off situation, it's the government paying, right? The government is paying you back out of your taxes, right? So if it's $3 billion a year we've been scammed, there's no way that it's going to cost $3 billion a year to have this scam protection and we're going to prevent scams. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. This is unbelievable. We've solved it, mate. We've solved it. Two blokes solving crime. Everything about tech you never wanted to know. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Billy, that's the worst idea ever because that's everything you wanted to know what we just talked about. Two Blokes <laughs> Talking Tech brought to you by the great people at Netgear, netgear.com.au for all your home and small business networking needs and what they describe as Wi-Fi beyond imagination. Surround your home in flawless Wi-Fi. Only Orbi delivers uncompromising performance coverage and protection across your entire home from the front door to the backyard. And Stephen, I mentioned in the movie podcast that comes out later this week, um, you know, the referrals and the people that have been so supportive of, say, for example, Hisense. Yeah. Because I, I did a little reach out on the Man Cave saying to people, what have you bought? Mate, the number of people, the number of our audience that have bought Orbeez is, is mind-blowing yeah, to me. It really right. is. And satisfied customers 
uh, every single Absolutely. one of them. Absolutely. As we've said before, the the great thing is if you're a little bit of a, um, I guess a design uh, lover and a, a neat freak around your home, the options now for Orbi, you've got the black version that's available at the Orbi store at uh, at Netgear's website. Well, got my place, mate. Yeah, they they look great. Um, my wife prefers that the technology in the house goes seamlessly fades into the background. Exactly, and yes. our house, uh, the inside is very black and white. So is that right? These black things, and white. Well, all the walls and the ceilings are white, and all the doors the are black. Kitchen white. The kitchen's white. Yeah. Same with ours. Yeah. With a bit of grey. Appliances are grey. Are black. Yep, same here. Black yep. and white. Yep, we'd prefer a black fridge, but anyway, that's a different story. Yeah, don't talk about that. Um, anyway, so the Orbi range is extensive, and there's a different Orbi for every solution, every every home and every different situation. And there's a there's a buyer's guide on the, on the Netgear website that helps you understand which Orbi is perfect for you. You can shop online directly at netgear.com.au or, of course, at major retailers. Check them out for your networking needs, netgear.com.au. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long. Stephen Fennec. We've talked before about Starlink and being just a, an awesome concept for internet service anywhere. And I saw a, I actually saw an ad the other yeah, this morning. I nearly sent it to my brother-in-law who's got a boat for there. They've now got a, a, a boat service, which is expensive. It's like 400 bucks a month, but that guarantees coverage on every ocean, every waterway in the world. That's So they're now at that point where, you know, Starlink's, it's up there. Yep. Now, the problem I've always had, and I've had so many calls on the EFTM podcast, I reckon in the last six months, you know, I live in this area, but what do I do about internet? And really, yeah. it's come down to, are you willing to pay up front yeah. and a little bit more ongoing yep. for the better service than NBN Satellite? Now, NBN Satellite is is great. I think it's amazing. My mum's got it, and we used to get one megabit down, and now we get 25. It's amazing compared to what you used to get okay. before the NBN. The NBN is working on a new thing called, I think it's NBN Plus or Satellite Plus or something. Yep. Skymaster Plus, but basically it's it's going to offer unlimited data. It's going to offer better peak speeds. It'll be better, but it's going to take time for them to roll that out. Yeah. Fact is, Starlink offers 150 to 260 meg speeds down, yeah, um, but a thousand bucks for the satellite dish was always a killer. Yeah, it's now 199 dollars for rural, rural Australia. Areas, rural areas. Where do you think our closest rural area is? You would be your your house, wouldn't it? That's- <laughs> That's an incorrect answer. Um, no, rural, really. rural for Sydney siders? Yeah. <coughs> um, uh, I'm not sure. Would it be? Have a guess. Um, How far have we got to drive? Paramount. How many hours have we got to drive? <laughs> Two hours drive. Two hour drive. <laughs> that seems far away to me. You know Penrith? Penrith is rural. No, that's Metro. Right. Emu Heights? Yeah. Rural. Okay, so across Katoomba, the river. Katoomba. No, across the river from Penrith right. is classified rural. According okay. to Starlink. Now, it's a bit patchy uh, because I had someone in uh, the Sunshine Coast of Queensland say they'd put their address in and they were they were not rural. They had the yeah. 500. They've discounted it already. It's 599 used for the to be, satellite, So it used right? to be 999. And now it's 599. Yep. But rural Australia, it's 199. Yeah. But honestly, if, if you live fringe rural, it's yeah. basically anything but metro. So what we normally, in Australia, we think metro regional rural. Yep. Regional being, you know, your, your Wagga. Yeah. Uh, rural being Deniloquent. Right. Um, whereas in this case, I'm pretty sure Wagga's rural. Right. Uh, I was on radio in Bendigo, Mildura. I checked a bunch of them and they were all rural. So yeah. 199 bucks. So up until now, most of those places have got fibre to the node, for example, yeah. or they're on fixed wireless well, or they're, they're on satellite. Well, they live in the middle of nowhere, yeah. Yeah, or they're yeah. on satellite. Yep. And so my mum's pub now could get 199 bucks and have Starlink. So she qualifies as rural, of <laughs> oh, course. Oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. But it doesn't change, though, the cost of the, of no, the plan. No, it's $139 it? a month still for the plan. Yeah, yep. Um, And that gives you unlimited speed, which do you, is Do you install awesome. the, the satellite <clears throat> itself? 
Yes. So a lot of people say that's the other problem is you've got yeah. to install it yourself. And it has to go on your roof? No. No. Just but if you put it on the ground, yeah. every building, every tree, everything around you yeah. is a potential obstruction. So right. putting it on the roof is is the, the right way to that's go. That's where you put your dish. Yeah. That's where my foxtail dish is, up on my roof. Really? So I'd be able to put well, the of Starlink. Is, yeah. I'd be able to put a Starlink dish next to it. I'd have to pay five ninety nine instead of one ninety nine though. It's still cheaper than the original price. Yeah, no. Totally. So if I, if you still wanted to have it in the city, you can. It's just going to cost you more upfront. Yeah, it's five ninety nine upfront. But yeah. does the performance be mad change? Too because does performance change? Like if I'm if I'm got a plan and I live in the middle of Sydney compared to say your mum's pub. Is she going to get faster speeds than me? Like are the, um, are it, the satellites it, it, aimed more at the rural areas? It, it it can differ because there's what we call downlink sites. So in Australia, I'm showing you a map now, all the orange dots on this map yep. are Starlink downlink sites. Oh. Um, there's one at Burrow out near my brother's place. So this this is a real-time map of all the Starlink satellites. So you can see this this satellite here is downlinking to that one there. Right. And then there's, a, there's another one up uh, past Newcastle. So... So they're it, not it, in city areas. It kind of, oh, no, not at all. I mean, yeah. the, there's one uh, down at down kind of just past Wollongong. <clears throat> but essentially, yes, it would be cluster-based. Yeah. So, you know, if everyone around that, that Buru area just went to Starlink, it might not actually yeah, right. be great performance. But, isn't Star- but they'll just deploy yeah. more satellites. Like, but So <clears throat> you'll still get solid speeds. Because didn't Starlink say that you high speeds internet any place, any place on Earth? Yeah, that, well, they... They so they can't say any place on Earth now, um, because there's some countries that don't allow it. Oh. The countries have to authorize the satellite yeah. usage, right? Well, where it's but available. Every every it is a, so the the satellites. If you look at the map, I'm showing Stephen now, but you just search Starlink tracker. Yep. All those little blue dots are Starlink satellites. Wow, there's a lot of them. Sorry, little green dots. Are they all satellites? Yep. There's one there. There's one there. They're all satellites, Where are we? right? Every one of those green dots is a satellite. And, and it's, there's it's, three thousand four hundred. Uh, and 10 currently out there. There's 2,700 operational. Um, and there's a bunch in standby mode. And there's a bunch that are, that are you know, jettisoning themselves. And, and apparently they, they vary in size from the size of a, like a size of a pizza to the size of a computer. And yeah, it depends. Like certainly the generation, the first generation yeah. was on. You remember they were very glary and stuff. They've probably all dissipated now. They've yeah. probably burned up now. You sometimes see them <coughs> lining up in the sky. A lot of people report them as UFOs. They're actually yeah. Starlink satellites. Um, it is honestly, uh, I would recommend, I've got a better, better website. This is it here. Um, which kind of shows a globe and all the white dots. Is that, are they all satellites? <clears throat> These are all satellites. So if wow. you go to satellite map.space. Starlink satellites. Um, wow. so if you go to satellite map.space, there's yep. a Starlink tab, right? right? Now you'll see this big row of them here. Yep. So they've just been deployed in recent right. weeks. So if you, if you wow. go, if you go, traffic up there, so they right? stay together until they slowly deploy into their little spot in the world. Yeah. And then they circulate. And so each of those there, so those ones, for example, were only deployed on the 17th of March. So 17th of March deployment, that's not that long ago at all. Yeah, wow. So, um, yeah. But so, so say I bought it next week, put the satellite on my roof, would I still get over 100 megabits per second? Yep. Easily? 100%. So what, what would your mum get in the country then? Uh, between what 100 and 200, yeah. So still, it's like, geez, that's, that's solid. Like up to, oh, mate, did you say I, over my brother's, I got 250. Wow. Easy. Yeah. And is that unlimited data? And it's 139 a month. Yep. That's cheaper than on my Aussie broadband now. Yeah, but you're paying for a thousand megabits per yeah, I get I 900 megabits per second at home. I get more than I'm paying you. 140. <laughs> you know, it's, 149 it, I pay. Yeah. Although, you know, I don't think I've paid full price because someone always uses my, my code. 
Yeah, well, Someone reads my story about how I sacked Optus, and that information is on the bottom yeah, of that. Yeah, nice. They go, I'm leaving too, and I get a little thing saying, oh, you oh, got a little good thing. On you. So I've never given out the code. I gave yeah. it out once a few weeks yeah. ago just for But I gave out my up. code. Also gave out my Tesla referral code for a few years on <coughs> on, uh, on Twitter. So I think, I think it's bloody amazing, and I have yeah. no problem recommending to and people. And now's the time to get it. It's cheaper, it's cheaper than it's ever been yeah. before. One ninety nine. Yeah. Wow. What can you buy for one nine nine? And so what comes with that? The, the dish? The a dish, cables and a, all that? A long, like, long cable and the yeah. little Wi-Fi. So you've got so to put, so put that on your roof. It has a mount. You can just then, sit it on the ground, but you've got to buy a separate mount if you want it on the roof. Right. But then but you've got to <coughs> rub the cable from the satellite dish yep. to some sort of box. Yeah, just a little router that comes with it. Yep. Right. And that's going to come into your, That's inside that's your house. That's inside your house. Yep. Right. Okay. And that's your Wi-Fi. And you've, your brother's done that? Oh, I've, it's still downstairs. Did. I took it down there and oh, checked it out. Oh, I didn't leave it with you. <laughs> So could you potentially say that you're a, yes. you know, you're a nomad? Yes. You can take, say my son wants to drive around <coughs> Australia with it. Can he well, no, it? no. So you can do that. So that's the RV plan. So what you do is you you tick a box and say oh, I'm now an RV. So when I first took it to my brothers, it didn't work. And I'm like, this uh-huh. thing. Yeah. And then I got home and I went, oh, it's because it's registered. I got it delivered to Mum's address. So it's uh, registered to Mum's address. Uh, and then I re I, I changed it to my brother's address and it worked perfectly. Yeah. So what they then introduced was an RV plan. So what it means is you don't get priority on the network, so you might not get the best speeds. You'll still uh, get amazing speeds. Solid, yeah. But it means you don't have to be the fixed address. <clears throat> right. So that's what Aaron should do is get the RV thing yeah. and just stick it on his roof. That's pretty cool. Just and that means he'd have internet connection anywhere, anywhere. in Australia. Any, look, I mean, look at the map. Because often often he um, he we don't hear from him for like days at a time because he's out of phone range. Yeah, look at that. So he could potentially have a, have a a connection to the satellites and use that connection then to, to FaceTime us and do whatever he wants. That's right. That's amazing. I should. I mean, if I had one of the new editions, I'd just say, come and yeah, let's yeah. send it to him. But mine's the old big round one. No, I'll, I'll, I'll let him know that there's a special happening for 199 and what, what, 140 a month, did you say? 139 a month? 139 a month. Oh, that's pretty good if you're traveling around Australia in the middle of, and in the middle of nowhere, you'll have yeah. a connection. Mate, he will have people. Wow. He'll certainly know people already that have got them, but he'll have people come up to him all the time going, what's that? How, how, what the, what the, why, why can I not hear myself? Oh, because you've soloed yourself. Um, he'll, <laughs> He'll have people. Um, sorry, Stephen muted himself, but I could I couldn't hear me. I muted myself because um, I had to sneeze, Trev. He also soloed yourself so that when ah. so when you talk, you can't no, hear I yourself can't hear like me. that. Oh, it's I very can still nice. hear myself. Yeah. Um, okay. What were we talking yeah. about? We're talking about Star. Aaron, Aaron. Aaron would love that. I'm going to let him know. He would have people all over him, and he could do a sick rig integration yeah. into the into the. Into the He'd car. have one that could rise up and get yeah. a better reception. <laughs> yeah. No, but it doesn't. It does. It just just it, sits there. A Starlink satellite. No, it moves. Does it really? Yeah, it moves space to age. find the satellites. I might, yeah, just, yeah. I might just buy it just for that. <laughs> it's awesome. When you sit it down, you get it. It, it just sits there and, it, and then just you turns and locks on. It. I'll tell you where I'll put it. In my, on my Astro shed. <laughs> yeah, but then, you know, the problem is your whole house blocks uh, yeah. a large portion of because it's me down about low. It. Tell me about it with yeah. my telescope. I want to get the observatory happening, mate. I'm still not, still haven't got the green light for that yet. Just, mate, put a hole in Aaron's bedroom roof. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's and a good idea. Up there. Good idea. Just yeah, sat, a bloody you know, telescope yeah. comes out. Mate, Just to, that's a great idea. <laughs> two blokes talking satellite. Who, who do I talk to when she divorces me? And then where do I live then, mate? What, what's going to happen? Am yeah, I come she and stay will with take you the or? house. That's right. I'll stay with you. Well, if you're getting divorced, I probably am as well for something. We'd have to, so, we'd have to bunk. It'd be like the odd couple, mate. We'd have yeah. to bunk up bunk we'll up together. Little bedrooms downstairs and we'll just live here. <laughs> It's all good. Whatever. There's already a fridge. Just need a shower. Jeez, that's the only thing yeah, I need. Shower? What's going on? No shower here. Oh, I'm sure we could add one on. 
Mate, what's plumbing doing? there? So I'm sure we could just add, just mate, add a room to the back there. How the hell did you not have a shower in your own private office? Here, it's, mate? A, it's an office, mate. Who showers okay. at their office? Plenty of people. But you, you, well, you, I, w- I would prefer mate, it if I had one. You after hit the, the treadmill. I got the treadmill here. So yeah. what? You go stinky into your shirt, do you? Into I just your... spray a bit of deodorant. I, I sweat oh. it off. I, I, I towel it off and then I uh, mate, deodorant up. Mate, I sweat like a genius. So I'd have to have a shower. Yeah, you're mate. a lot worse than me. Yeah, I'm a big sweater. Anyway, it's when I train, of course. What I'm, we're talking about, <laughs> mate. You sweat all the time. It's not just when you're training. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sweating now. You're a bit glowy. I'm good. <laughs> you're a bit glowy up top, mate. Can you can you see to that that there's a shower installed in this place, mate? For, that seems really. Weird are there other get... apartments in this? Uh, it's not there are apartments. I mean, in offices that, that would have the. No, have I don't that. think so. I'd check, knock next door, and see what they've got, what their setup is. So how come you got a shower and I didn't? I'd be talking well, to the landlord. That's the owner, yeah. yeah. I'll ring the, ring the landlord and say, you've got a shower in. He'd be like, mate, what are you doing living there? I'm like, no, no, no. Don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you can do what you want here, mate. You're paying the rent. Oh, can't you? You can do whatever you like. Well, if mate, you want to live here. Mate, when I move out, they're definitely getting the TVs and the electric mate, car charger and stuff. Those, so. They'll turn off all those cameras too, mate. It's a bit uncomfortable in living here with all the cameras. <laughs> you don't think it'd be uncomfortable with me and you living together anyway? <laughs> yeah, probably. There'll be some stuff wow. going on. Wow. All right. Well, anyway, Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. Quick one, mate. Uh, Apple have made a little bit of an, an announcement with uh, their HomePod. I'll do that. I'll do that after. <laughs> mate, time's ticking. No, I'll do it. What are you doing? I said quick. I'm going to say oh, okay, quickly. Quick. Quickly. Right Good, good. HomePod has adopted a new feature that's gone live. It's a firmware update called sound recognition. So what it does, the HomePod can now listen out for smoke or carbon monoxide alarms. So isn't that so? If you're not home and your smoke alarm goes off, your HomePod hears it and you get a notification. Yep. Yeah, that's awesome. And so you get a notification clear, on your iPhone lock. Screen. I think Google and Amazon do this. Well, they do, but not everyone. If, if you've I'm got a HomePod, saying, if you've got a HomePod, I'm just saying it's okay. not. Groundbreaking, but yep. it's a great additional feature for HomePod and, if, and yep. HomePod original as well. Yeah, of course, not just it the new one. Works on all of them, and so yeah. if you do get the notification, you can uh, you can see what's going on, and also if there's a HomeKit camera in the same place, the video feed is included in the notification as well. Wow. So HomeKit ties it all together. Wow, isn't that amazing? That's lovely. That's it. See, that's all I needed. Oh, okay, okay. done then. Everything about tech you never wanted to know. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Two Blokes Talking Tech are proudly supported by our good friends at Arlo. And Arlo are the go-to brand if you're needing some wireless security cameras for your home. Mm. And with Mother's Day is coming up, but yep. I, would you give me a good, good present for you? No, increasing home security is always a good gift. Don't Here's you? how I'd play it. Yep. Here's how I'd play it. If you haven't got an Arlo system, yep. I would install one at the front door and one maybe at the back door. And then you'd put some flowers in the kitchen yep. with a note that says, from your secret admirer. And then <laughs> then your wife goes, well, who, who brought, where did these come from? You go, I don't know. What are you talking about? Like, yeah. you're at work. She yeah. rings you. goes, who are yeah. the flowers from? How'd they get in the house? You go, I don't know. She goes, well, would someone break in? You go, check the cameras. What cameras? I'll oh. send you the video. And then you prove to her the importance of that home security. You, that it was you. And it oh. was you. You're her secret admirer. Wow, this is the bro. best ad lib. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, well that's, a, that's an ad right there. Mate, that's I've nailed that. That's their ad. They should film that. Is that is their ad. They should. How did the flowers get What in? about the idea we're know. doing in Check this show? Check the cameras. What cameras? Oh, the new cameras. Check them out. They've got a couple of weeks. They could film that before Mother's that Day. That is awesome. That is great. 
even um, uh, and you look in all seriousness though. Um, we've had Arlo cameras around our homes for yep. some time. I had a call the other day from... You cannot approach Trevor's house without seeing Not it. without floodlights coming on. Yeah. And I've, I've installed the same thing at Carl Sevenovic's house. He said ah. to me, we did a segment okay. a while ago on security cameras. And he texted me the other day and said, listen, what's the deal with those security cameras? I said, mate, go and get some Arlo's. I'll install them for you. So I installed oh. cameras at his house. So he's now got full visibility of what's going on at the front of his house. So I think he's pumped. Wow. He doesn't want home security. Absolutely. If it's good enough for Carl, Stephen, and Trevor, there you have it. This ad is not endorsed by Carl. <laughs> <laughs> so don't even think you're going near his house. He'll see you. Come near my place. Carl gets an alert. No, that's not how it works. I'm joking. Come near, yeah, they come near Carl's house. Trevor gets the alert. I do not. Just to right? be clear, I don't get alerts. Right. I set it up on him and his wife's phones. That's great. It's all good. But isn't it? But that that is really like his his first time having the cameras. Yes. He's probably, a, and he is, eh? he's amazed. Wow, how good is this? Like he, I, here's what happened. I yeah. put the floodlight at the top of the stairs. There's stairs to get up to the front of the house. The floodlight there. Yep. And there's already a, a like a security light there, you know, yep. a sensor light. I thought, you don't mind if I put one here though, because it's going to be good. Because yeah. this is like, this is getting anyone walking up the stairs, right? Right. And so inside I go down. Inside the house? Inside. No, outside the house. Outside, All outside. of them are outside the okay, house. Okay, yeah, nice. And I, I left at like six o'clock and it was just getting to that, you know, it was dark enough for lights to come on. So we got, I said, come out. As I leave, I'll show you the, all the lights come on. And we go down, floodlight comes on. And then he looks and he goes, why is this one not coming on? I went, see, you got like the Arlo comes on, but your actual security floodlight's not coming on. (laughs) The sensor light didn't come on. Wow. And mate, it just lit up the place. I I tell you, my floodlight in my front is awesome. And what I did, and this is what I recommend anyone does. What I did was I walked out the front, stood there for a couple of minutes, wait for all the cameras to turn off. And then I walked in, not as a burglar, but just as an average Joe walked yeah, in. Yeah. And then I said, let's go to the phone. Looked at it and there's camera one, camera two, camera three. Got yeah, it all. See it all. Caught it all. Yeah, wow. Good stuff. And so he's got the the secure, Arlo secure, so he can get yeah, the 30 oh, days. Subscri- subscribe to the plan. So he's got all the visions video, recorded. Also turned off all notifications, so it's just people. Right. He only cares, I don't care if, people, if cars drive past or animals yeah. walk up. Yeah. I want to know when people come to my door. Of course. Boom. Yeah. yeah. Notifications well, animals, sorted. That wouldn't be too bad. I don't want a notification every time a possum walks past. A possum? No, you need to know what the possums are doing. Why? You don't want them into your house. Did they bring the flowers? <laughs> no. It's a That's good a ad. good ad. That's a really good ad. I like it. We should film it. Why don't we film it for Arlo? <laughs> Who's going to be Why don't we are you the wife? Honey? <laughs> Honey? <laughs> I reckon that'd be good. We can work something out. All right, out. Lambro, make it happen. Good okay? on you. Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Back at CES. Belkin made an announcement. Yep. And I'll be honest, at the time it was like, okay, yeah, whatever. Um, because it's about being green and environmental credentials. But now that we in Australia are the first country in the world to get this product, I find it a little bit mind-blowing. Two things. Firstly, Australia gets it first. That we just shows first, yeah. that shows how great the Australian team at Belkin is because they yeah. they're a really strong team. Yep. They work hard on the Aussie market and they work hard with headquarters to get the right products. Absolutely. And secondly... These products, so I, I, I was sitting, there's three products. One of them is like a car charger. One of them is like a USB hub. And the other one's a power bank battery, yep. right? Yep. So they're now different, different products have different things, but they're, they're using post-consumer recycled plastic. So PCR. PCR. And um, what that means is it's stuff, it's plastics recycled from uh, you and me. Yep. But they, you look at a power bank with, with the original oh, the virgin plastic. Oh, God, mate. I'm getting there. You look at the original yeah. virgin plastics, as they call it. Yep. And then the PCR, and mate. Side by side. Can you pick which one it is? No, left and right. I don't know. Which one? Left or right? I don't know, mate. Take a pick. Left is the PCR. Correct. 
Oh, well done. Um, I just think it's remarkable because and it's, it's a funny thing because, right, of course, it's a, it's a recycled plastic. Why wouldn't it just replace a plastic? But it just shows how easy it is to do and why yeah. more com companies aren't doing it. And the great thing is it's also plastic-free packaging. Yeah. And when we went to their headquarters, you saw the packaging room yeah. where they build and design and test their packaging. Like it's, it's wild how much effort can, they're you going to. You can tell to. Like, outwardly there is That's like a little wild, thing. That's wild, Stephen. Yeah, that is. Yeah, you like saying that, don't you? The um, it it says on the box too, made with recycled plastic products and one hundred percent plastic free packaging. So you notice the little hook. Yep. Remember the old hook was made of plastic before. Yep. Now it's cardboard. Yeah, there's different labels for different things. Some yep. things might only be recycled plastic and not fully um uh, recycled um packaging. Yeah, but they they're getting there. It's a journey, and they always they've been saying that since the start. Yeah, it's a journey, and but uh, it doesn't it's, doesn't yeah. win them business. Let's be clear. It's, well, it, win, it wins them credibility as a, a company that, that oh, yeah. has care it's and sustainability is important to them. Because yeah. head to head with others, they're going to save the money and they're going to keep making plastic stuff because it's yeah. probably cheaper. But these products are not more expensive. That's no. the thing. Belkin's essentially copying the hit here. Yeah, I, I really think that's so. The you're way saying it's it. cost more to manufacture with PCR and and market Definitely. it, and then so they're, they're taking a bit of a hit. You I think they're taking yeah, a bit of a hit, and I think, I think that's in the long yeah. term though. They've got some pretty bold goals though about what they want to do in the sustainability yeah. world there, in, including you know having achieving 65 percent reduction in greenhouse gas footprint yeah. since their 2009 levels, but also recycling 26,524 tons of electric and electronic devices. Mm. So it's all pointing in the right direction. It's good stuff. And I, don't you reckon that a customer would prefer to associate themselves with a, a brand that is trying to do that? Oh, no, I do think so. Do I just don't a, think that... That's sort of their little... I think you know? there are customers who think that way, yep. but I don't think it wins you business. Right. Like a lot of business. I don't think it's going to change their market share. I just think that for people that care, it, it's a win. Yeah. And that, that's what you got to do. Definitely. And you certainly don't want to be on the wrong side of that argument. No, I think now, I think it's, you, you've noticed that Belkin is among many companies who are really sort of leaning into the whole sustainability, like something you, you know, seeing companies like Apple have been at it for years, but now companies like Samsung and all these other big, big companies that produce a lot of products every year are really showing off their sustainability yeah. credentials now. So I think it's something, it's another feature I think that customers look for. Good on them. Yeah. Uh, photos of the products side-by-side, side, old and new, are at EF, uh, techguide.com.au and all the details at EFTM.com. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. I mean, what about the value today? <laughs> like a bit, bit longer, hey? Just pure value. You just jib it on for a bit longer. Is, I that, mean, is that extra value? Unbelievable or? value we're offering you people. Yeah. You just line up and, and, and try and get, uh, get a discount. It won't happen here. We just give you more value. Yeah. That's how we roll. That's another show. Uh, we'll come back again next week for 582. What do you think? Yeah, I'll be We should I'll do 582 around, next I week. I should be able to have find some time to do I don't do think that. we should skip any numbers at this point. No. Keep it up. To, what did he? 582 I do remember intern Bruce did a spreadsheet. We may have skipped a number at some point. No way. I believe we did. So what do we skip? What do you mean? I don't know. I just remember there being a spreadsheet and thinking, well, that's not good. So we, we went from but, like... But remember, we've given our guts to, at CES with additional episodes that yeah, don't count. Yeah. So actually... Do you reckon we skipped the number? Oh, man. I don't think so. All right. Well, no, don't look it up now. No, no, no. While we're there, two new reviews. Um, oh, is there? Really? Uh, no, that's last week's one. I'm going to have... You can't bloody refresh Apple Podcasts. It's a stupid app. No, it doesn't refresh. Do you want to try it on mine? Uh, no, don't want to write... Yeah, mate, you do that. I'll try it on mine. See all that might work. No, there's definitely two new reviews. So hang on, last Sunday? Yeah, no, not Top Jules. of my podcast list. Yep, that Dinky, one, that's good. Dinky, these two guys not only give you the latest news 
on technology, but also make it entertaining and their own honest opinions on each topic. The private feeds are my favourite as the banter between them both is hilarious. I highly recommend everyone who wants to keep up to date with any latest products or subscribe to subscribe to this podcast. Keep up the great work, guys. Good on you, Dinky. That's awesome. There's is another that, is that one. There's the second one there too as well. Okay, so this is Mal. Trev and Steve have been doing this for years, but it never gets old. Some serious tech chat, but always with a lighter edge. A bunch of shows in the stable provides variety and a mix of styles. Keep the kids away from the private feed. Yeah. That's Trevor's potty mouth, not mine. Oh, well done, on. guys. Keep up the great work. Uh, wow, that's pretty cool. <clears throat> I'm just checking here. Is there any more? What? 9th of April. Do we, no, uh, the other ones we've done. Jules? Okay, We've cool, definitely done cool. the other ones. Well, that, thank you. Well, you know, if, we, if, you, if you write us a nice review, we'll read it out on the show. Is that fair? Yeah, I was sure there was a, a skip number or something, uh, but I'll have to check with intern Bruce. Okay. Are you okay, Bruce? I haven't heard from you for a while. Just checking, mate. Bruce, you still around? Um, yeah, I was sure there was a number or something. Well, hang on, was there a note? Oh, here we go. Missing episode numbers. That's controversial. Oh. 88 and 151. 88 and 151. Yeah. Okay. 88. So here goes 87, okay. 88. Two blokes. Wow. 88. Live from San Jose was 87. So we skipped a week after that, apparently. Yeah. Episode 88 of Two Blokes Talking Tech is available now. So we did it. What was the other one? Click on it. Is there actual audio there still in these days? Was that the, uh, I don't the think, I, I, don't think I could embed it. I don't, I couldn't embed it. 151. Okay. I'll try that as well. 151, you reckon? Bit of life admin here, people. Two while we give you this extra blokes. value. What is it? 151. Yep. Maybe they got lost in the... Um, <clears throat> Uh, two bloke alive in Las Vegas. That was that. Could, there, episode one fifty one of Two Blokes Talking Tech. It's Wonder if thirty just... minutes of the latest tech news and reviews. Two Blokes Talking Tech. Episode one fifty one of the top rating Two Blokes Talking Tech. I wonder podcast. if they're just not in the um, March twenty feed anymore. March twenty twenty fourteen. Yeah, interesting. Well, so we have not missed a number, mate. Well, I'm just saying they're not in the uh, pod in the actual feed anymore. Really? Maybe during the That's migration your, is that your to Wooshka. Is that your fault? I don't know. Stop blaming <laughs> me. Oh, the migration to... Remember we migrated we've to migrated Wooshka? a couple of times. And then yeah. We, yeah, yeah. So yeah, right. Could be that. They've just fallen through the cracks. I don't know. Can we go now? <laughs> yeah, I'm not holding you back. Okay, goodbye. <laughs> See you later.